Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love bringing the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be doing our Word Around the Campfire segment, which is coming back as a quarterly segment here in 2021. And uh, joining me for this conversation today for news items from around WordPress, I'd like to welcome back to Press This, Mr. Anthony Burchell. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Glad to have you here, Anthony. For those unfamiliar with Anthony, he's a WordPress uh, core committer, uh, supporting the WordPress project in a wide variety of ways uh, through his uh, part of his role here at WP Engine. And then also joining us for this conversation is the mega popular Doc Popular from TwerkMag. Po- uh, Doc, welcome back to Press This. Uh, thanks. Uh, it's great to, great to be on here again with you and uh, Anthony again. This is fun. Awesome. Awesome. Love to have you back here talking about news from around the WordPress ecosystem. And we've had a busy few months. Uh, We're really looking forward to to walking through what all has been going on. Uh, For regular listeners of Press This, I just, uh, maybe if you haven't been listening recently, I wanted to call out a few of our more recent episodes um, that really stood out for me. And I've I've actually been referencing them uh, to others over the, the last few months here. I learned quite a bit from these, um, but one was with uh, Jason Ball, uh, the creator of WP GraphQL. And what Jason really broke down was kind of a nice description of the rise of headless WordPress. Like what is headless WordPress and what does it mean? And what are the different flavors? And 
I thought Jason had one of the best holistic views on kind of this notion of headless or extensible WordPress. Um, Doc, y'all y'all also interviewed him over on Torque, right? Jason? Yeah, we, sh we sure did. It was, it was great to have him on. He's such an expert on such a very specific, uh, you know, GraphQL and WordPress, like no one knows uh, what he knows, it seems like he's, he's a really cool person to chat with. Yeah, WP GraphQL just reached 100,000 uh, active cust uh, sites, I think was the stat. Uh, it's a really popular choice there for people doing headless WordPress. And then the other one that I've referenced probably about a dozen times since we recorded it and broadcast it was the one with Bill Erickson. And this is where Bill talks about uh, how WordPress publishers are dealing with the existential threat of ad blocking and, and more specifically, third-party cookie blocking. Um, Bill detailed how sites that were using technologies like AMP, which kind of by default blocked this style of ad serving, were seeing 60% reductions in revenue on their ads. And he was talking about like the techniques that these publishers are using to try to um, continue to deliver value for their users in a privacy kind of respectful way, um, but also not, you know, ruin their business with, you know, essentially this existential threat of ad blocking. Bill did an incredible job of walking through like what's changing, the techniques people are using, like what the impact is, what people are seeing now. So if you're wondering about if you're running sites that, that deal with ad publishing, um, and you're worried about, you know, the, the revenue per RPM or revenue per thousand impressions or just rev ad revenue in general. Check out that uh, episode from Bill Erickson, how WordPress publishers are dealing with the existential threat of ad blocking. All right, on to more WordPress uh, kind of general news. Um, we've had a few versions, um, you know, come out since our last Word Around the Campfire episode, but I wanted to kind of turn now to Anthony Bruchel. Anthony, I want to start by talking about 5.7, um, some of the features within it, and then maybe we can talk about uh, 5.8 next. Um, but why don't you kick us off with 5.7? What were some of the kind of the standout features for you with WordPress 5.7? Yeah, so 5.7 had a lot of great features. Uh, it, it wasn't uh, some of those like bigger features like we're seeing with 5.8 with full site editing and all of those things, but it was a really great uh, uh, release because of, of a few things like drag and drop blocks are really cool. So you can actually open the inserter and grab a block and drag it exactly where you want it, which I really like because uh, I always find myself putting my cursor in the wrong space and clicking the add block and then I'm like, oh no, I have to move my stuff. So now you can actually drag and drop, put it exactly where you want it. Um, the other big thing is the uh, site health got a, an update on uh, migrations from HTTP to HTTPS, which I know a lot of people are really excited about because you have to do database searches for any references to HTTP and all of those things. So is that the auto this, redirecting capabilities that was in 5.7? Yeah, yeah. So that, that should just redirect you to HTTPS. You don't have to do any crazy redirects or anything, uh, anything so special. Like a, it's a setting in WP Admin, and I know like platforms like uh, WP Engine had like these auto redirect rules when people would implement uh, SSL search or HTTPS. Uh, but like seeing that in core seems incredibly helpful. Uh, so I was glad to see that one personally. Yeah, and then uh, also there's the new robots API that's going to introduce, or it did introduce an API that allows developers to control and update the robots meta tag on a website. So there's now a new fancy hook that you can uh, control that with. So those were some of the ones that, that that stuck out to me. Oh yeah, and also lazy loading iframes. That was a big one um, because iframes can be really intense on the load time of your site. So lazy loading those is very ideal, especially if, if 
there's something at the bottom of your page that's ruining the experience of the top of your page. So that was really cool. Um, so it was mainly like quality of life improvements for WordPress in that, in that release. But 5.8 is the big one where we're looking at full site editing and all of these other great features coming. So with 5.8, um, 5.8 is slated for release like roughly what month at this point in time? It's looking like it's going to be probably early June, mid-June, somewhere around there. I think the, the, the optimistic view is probably mid-June, early June. Um, but it could, be, it could be a little bit later, depending on what we find in testing. So we're looking at the release candidate to be ready around mid-May. So not too long from now. May 19th is what's slated. And this is when uh, people and, would be able to start testing it. Um, for those listening and unfamiliar, full-site editing is where the block editor will be used to power content and the header, the sidebar, and the footer. It'll also come with this new notion of FSE themes. So help us understand like what parts of that are getting 5.8. Is it FSE beta in 5.8 and then support for FSE themes without the Gutenberg plugin? Or do I also need the Gutenberg plugin to test FSE themes? Like what's your knowledge of all that? Yeah, so from, from my understanding, uh, the Gutenberg uh, uh, updates will be merged in around the release candidate time. And uh, all of this is kind of, think of it as like scaffolding. We're putting all of the framework for full site editing so that we can completely support it in the future. So there are some tweaks that you have to set in order to take advantage of full site editing. But I, the way I think of this is the very same way that we had with Gutenberg, right? It wasn't like you, you could choose to, to use the classic editor or the new editor. So with this, uh, this, this new scaffolding, um, folks can already use the theme options to enable full site editing for their theme. So if you have a theme that's not using full site editing and you update, you should be fine. Uh, according to the plans that I've seen, you should be a-okay. <laughs> Okay, so the I think the headline here, though, for folks is this is the, um, at least for 5.8 when it's in uh, full release, this is not the moment where most, custom, where most people using WordPress are going to switch over and, and start running FSE, right? This is like the very yeah. beginning almost. And so like, I think like as I think back to like 5.0 and the block or the Gutenberg release and core, uh, the, the kind of start of the block editor, it was like, people were like, oh my goodness, my site's gonna break and I'm not ready for FSE and I don't even have an FSE theme or even know what that is. Uh, that, that people are not gonna like be, uh, just for clarity though, right? People are not forced into using it. It's kind of the initial launch. You can start taking advantage of it, playing around with it, but there'll be this adoption curve over time as people start thinking about FSE. Yeah, exactly. And and the go no go was was held. There was a, a the project leadership got together and sort of uh, outlined where we are in the current state, and it was determined that it is okay to 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 launch this and get this get this ready for uh, a, a a transition over the next couple of years, just like we did with Gutenberg. And I thought I did see a note from Josepha that stated that if you were testing FSE themes in five point eight, that you would still need to use the Gutenberg plugin. Um, do you know if that's true, or did I remember? I believe that, that is true. Yeah. I believe that is true to take advantage of some of the, the bigger changes that are required of Gutenberg to kind of utilize uh, or, or to be utilized in full site editing. Okay. Any other, real quickly, any other standout features in 5A you want to make sure we hit? Uh, I'm really excited about the gallery block refactor because that one is going to, instead of having its own custom implementation of how images should be displayed in a grid, it's actually going to use inner blocks so that it uses a, a, an array of image blocks instead so that we can unify the experience of image blocks inside of the gallery experience. So that was a really big one that I'm excited about. I know you manage the media component in course. So I'm sure that one was particularly of interest to you. It does sound yeah. uh, really cool. 
Um, we're going to go, thank you, Anthony, for that rundown on, on recent and upcoming versions of WordPress. Uh, we're going to shift to Doc to talk about some other things happening in the community, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our quarterly episode. We're around the campfire about news from the WordPress ecosystem. Right before the break, Anthony Bruchel shared what's happening in WordPress core. I want to shift it up a little bit now and go to Doc. Doc, uh, it's, it's like that time of year where, where plugins battle for supremacy uh, in, in a friendly and fun competition. Um, but could you tell us about this battle and who won? Yeah, so it is Plugin Madness, the uh, famous bracket style competition that happens in March, uh, probably the most famous bracket style uh, March based competition, uh, where we take WordPress plugins and we we have nominations, we weed it down to 64 of the top nominations, they all have to be free uh, on the WordPress repository, they have to have, you know, been updated recently, things like that. But but basically, we we get these nominations. We we put the top sixty four in, and then we weed it down to one. Uh, and this year's winner was a a new competitor called Fluent CRM, uh, which is a email marketing platform. Like uh, basically, uh, you can use it to compose newsletters on your WordPress, like in WordPress. Or you can also do really advanced automation where uh, two weeks after someone places an order from your site, you can follow up with an automated email, uh, all you know, written in the Gutenberg block, right? All done in the WordPress dashboard. It's a pretty cool tool and one that we hadn't you know, heard of before, which is actually sort of the point of plugin madness for, for me, which is uh, you know, definitely the popular plugins are going to do really well, but it's a, a really cool way for other people to kind of learn about new plugins that they might have missed. And yeah, Fluent CRM just dominated this year. Uh, it totally out of left field for me. It was like going to the Kentucky Derby and like the horse that somebody was riding around outside the track just happened to jump the fence and win the race. It was like, where did this, this plugin come from? That's great for those folks um, being able to get that momentum and, and, and pull ahead victory. So congrats to the Fluent CRM folks. 
Um, doc, word camps, like the, the world's kind of opening up. A lot of people are getting vaccinated and like people can go places again, but I'm still like wondering about word camps. Like when can I go to word camps again? So at this time, uh, all WordPress events are online only with the exception of meetup communities. Uh, and those communities are still expected to kind of meet this minimum checklist, which is things like, uh, is the positivity rate in your community under 4%? Have there been less than 50 cases per 100,000 in the past few weeks? Uh, and you know, just, just things like that, functional things. And that's just on the meetup communities. And we're starting to talk about the future of WordPress events. You know, some people are thinking maybe as early as October, we could start doing, you know, like a WordCamp. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know how everyone feels about that. I'm kind of mixed on it, but, but basically the discussion is happening now uh, on WordPress.org. Uh, where they're just kind of saying, here's the list of checklists, and we're looking for feedback on if you think we should kind of impose these rules or not. So, for instance, Luke Carvis, who's a WP Engine employee, um, he chimed in in the comments saying, uh, you know, this checklist is fine, but I think that really we should be just deferring to local government. You're like, what is the requirements of the government in your city and do you meet those requirements? If so, you can have a WordCamp. Where other people are saying, no, there's gonna be people traveling. Uh, it's gonna be, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we should think about, you know, a little bit more in terms of what we think is good. And then also, what is the, the local requirements, uh, the city requirements? So we're just in the early discussions of it. And it's interesting hearing uh, sponsors kind of chime in with their opinions about like, uh, well, if we can't give out swag or if we can't meet with people, then we might not want to sponsor an event. And if we can't sponsor an event, will it even be able to functionally happen without without funding? Uh, so this is this is all just in the planning stages. And so I can't say if we're going to have something this year or not. Uh, I, I think for myself, you know, even if there is something happening in October, uh, I'm only thinking about going if it's local, you know, like uh, I, I don't want to you know, spread, <laughs> spread anything sure, uh, sure. to another city or bring it back. Uh, but it, it's, it's an interesting spot. This is obviously something the, the, you know, the WordPress community has never had to deal with before and, you know, rolling back into meetups, which we're all anxious to do. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Well, I'm glad to hear they're listening. And obviously it sounds like taking uh, all this from a responsible approach. I'll, I'll be patient, doc. I, I want this <laughs> to be safe too. Uh, I do feel a little pressure though, because my kids are growing out of their Wapu t-shirts. And so I need mm -hmm. to replenish that. Maybe I need to go find an online store or something. I'm sure there's one somewhere, um, but uh, glad to hear they're being responsible with how they approach that. Um, speaking of saving folks, um, Creative Commons and WordPress.org, there's some kind of interesting news recently around that. Tell us what's going on there. I am a huge Creative Commons fan. If you're not familiar, it is basically a, a place that you can uh, go to either create a license for your work or find work that is licensed uh, with the idea of making it as easy as possible for people to share work. Uh, Creative Commons at its, at its simplest form is uh, this is licensed in a way that anybody can share it and sell it and do whatever you want to with it. You don't even have to give me attribution. That's sort of uh, what they call Creative Commons Zero. And it can go up to like, you can share it, but you can't sell it and you have to give me attribution. So there's like all these different things there. And the uh, CC Search is a tool on Creative Commons website that allows you to kind of type in the word yo-yo or, or dog or whatever. And it'll give you a list of Creative Commons uh, featured images or well, images images or videos or audio that you are free to use. And you can kind of select which license you want to use if you want to, you know, sell it or, or not. Uh, 
Uh, it is a great search tool. It's kind of um, better than Flickr's Creative Commons search. There's really nothing else quite like it. And uh, Matt Mullenweg recently announced that WordPress Core uh, is integrating uh, CC search. I think I think they acquired it. Uh, maybe someone can correct me on there, but uh, it is basically some of the employees from Creative Commons are coming into the WordPress.org uh, team to to add Creative Commons search to WordPress.org. And I'm hoping that that means eventually that Core will have, like in the media section, when you go to pick a, a featured image, you know, you've got your, your featured images that you've already used, you've got the ability to upload, or you've got the ability to search on Creative Commons and just bam, like whatever your topic is, find it and put it there. That's, that's my ultimate hope with this. And so far, there's not a lot of details about what's going to happen, just that it's going to be happening within the next few weeks. We're going to start seeing uh, CC search integrated onto WordPress org. Yeah, I did read some specifics there around image search um, associated with Core um, as part of that discussion. I do believe it was an acquisition and the team's contributions will fall under automatic spy for the future contribution, if I remember the way that was worded in the Twerk article where I read that. But um, great to see, uh, you know, Automatic stepping up there to help Creative Commons and, and just kind of WordPress as a whole. So uh, good to see that that kind of develop there in the ecosystem. Uh, Doc, I've got one more question for you mm -hmm. before the break. Mm -hmm. um, uh, maybe I have to span beyond the break, but you, you, you have this like we had this shenanigans from this uh, company whose name I won't mention where they were running ads, kind of trash talking WordPress. Uh, and there's this, this debate about should WordCamps ban companies who run competitive ads against WordPress and maybe other arms of their business or something. What are you, uh, what are your thoughts on that one? Well, you know, like, like the discussion earlier, this is, this is all in discussion. It's not an official thing yet. Uh, but the idea is, should we allow someone who's come and like misuse the WordPress logo uh, based on our terms uh, to, you know, trash talk WordPress, should they also be allowed to, you know, come to a WordPress uh, WordCamp meetup? And uh, I, I don't know, <laughs> you know, because uh, going back to the this kind is of the debate that's thing. raging right now, right? I mean, I yeah. get you might not have the the most informed opinion there, but like, th there's a lot of discussion after these videos kind of surfaced in social media. Yeah, I mean, the the sponsorship of of these events is very important, and I I kind of personally believe, you know, if someone thinks they can, uh, you know, advertise their non WordPress product at WordCamp, let them. Uh, I guess the, the marketplace of ideas, big air quotes there, but um, yeah, it, it's, it's all kind of being discussed and I'm hearing different things. And the biggest issue really seems to be the misuse of the WordPress trademark uh, really angers some folks uh, up top. And it's a requirement. Wanna... Yeah, it's definitely a requirement to participate in org stuff. And of course, there's also, you know, legal obligations around respecting people's marks. I never saw any like official like analysis of the legal side of that one particular video series, but uh, certainly it, uh, I, it, it, I think it achieved the outcome for the company that did that because a lot of people spoke about it, um, but it did, did spur these other conversations around, you know, should those kind of companies be allowed to participate in WordCamps? Um, we have more to cover, um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. 
Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our quarterly Word Around the Campfire episode covering news from around the WordPress community. Um, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about you know this this debate that's kind of happening in WordPress around um, potentially you know banning companies at WordCamps who kind of misuse you know WordPress trademarks and things like that. Um, and Doc had kind of run through a little bit about how that debate was kind of raging internally there. Uh, my my next question is for you, Anthony. Did you get free headphones as part of this company's? Uh, <laughs> Uh, promotion there on social media to couple up with their videos? Well, I'm talking to you from some AirPods right now, so no, I did not. No, you did it. (laughs) I'm not. I guess I fell under the radar. I don't know. I guess I didn't get them. Uh, I told them my price, though, was the Air Max or the Apple uh, Pro earphones, so I have a high price. (laughs) What, What did you get for this price? Like you would tweet about their CRM or something? I'll say whatever, um, but then I'll remind my statement in the comments. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Yeah, it was really funny. It was like uh, this. So this DIY CMS, and I'm not going to mention them by name, but you'd be very familiar if I did, uh, sent headphones to quote WordPress influencers. And it it became this like new like status symbol. Like if this company had targeted you, that meant you had like kind of quote made it as an influencer. I felt... I felt very left out. I was I did not get free headphones yeah. as part of this promotion. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm bummed, really bummed. <laughs> but it, it it was it was actually like I felt like the WordPress community like reacted very negatively to the points that the video was making, but I didn't think that was the point of the campaign. I thought the point of the campaign was to ignite this debate and get exposure for the brand. And of course, everybody instantly went out and tweeted about it, tweeted the name of the company that was involved like from a from an exposure perspective, I felt it was incredibly uh, effective. But like the WordPress community did not react well, right, Anthony? 
No, uh, I mean, it, it was kind of like, it, it's it's not a nice thing to do. You're attacking what pe some people make their entire living off of the software, right? So it's like, it, it was a little bit tone deaf in that sense. Yeah, for sure. Definitely was not going to win any friends. Watching those videos in the WordPress community, watching those videos, though, I don't think they were trying to make friends uh, for, no. for WordPress developers. Maybe I got that wrong, but we'll see. But I, I will not mention them by name, so the PR stunt will not work here on Festus. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. Other things happening in the WordPress community. I think one thing that's um, you know been been heavy on my mind is the updating updated uh, upcoming uh, release of the uh, Google Algo update, focused around providing weight in rankings for sites that score well on Core Web Vitals scores. Um, if you haven't been keeping up, CWV scores primarily encompass. Uh, first Contentful Paint, which is basically your kind of normal page speed optimization type score. You have uh, a cumulative layout shift, which is covering like how jittery the content on your site is. Is it moving all around as the page is loading? And then third is, I always forget the third one, is uh, first input delay, which is a, around the ability of users to interact with your site. And so there's this whole kind of effort in the WordPress ecosystem um, to basically update sites that might have issues with any one of the three items. Um, we did an analysis actually of sites across the WP Engine platform. Uh, in our case, uh, First Contentful Paint, which is more like your normal page speed metric, um, scored very well, of course, considering we're a managed host and speed's kind of our thing. Cumulative layout shift, there was about 20 something percent of sites that needed to make some improvements to their CSS to improve that. Um, and then I forget the first interaction uh, delay uh, metric, but overall it actually looked pretty good from our perspective. Um, as you can imagine, there's obviously a class of sites that need some additional improvement. So I didn't see it that the world was, the sky was falling for WordPress sites. Um, and there's more research going on around that. For those paying attention, that'll happen in June of 2021. It was pushed back from May after uh, the, the greater web howled at Google. I guess maybe a one month delay helps a little bit. Thanks, Google. Um, but uh, people are kind of you know, scrambling to get their sites in order. And this is happening, of course, across the web. In any case, that's it for WordPress news uh, under Word Around the Campfire for this episode. Anthony, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Doc, thank you as well. Thanks, y'all. Great time. If you'd like to check out more about WordPress news, you can check out what Doc's up to at torquemag.io. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.